Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't know, like, Emily has access to the uh, sports and information guys at ESPN, and they're they're amazing. They can find you any stat that you want at the blink of an eye. Where did you go to get your quicksand <laughs> quick facts? Okay. Do they do they have that at the tip of their tongue too? So I just googled like a really quick Google. Um, also, by the way, this is from American Idiot. Came out on this day. Uh, big fan. But um, I googled of idiots or of Green Day. Green Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I googled some quick quicksand facts. Yeah, apparently in the sixties, one in thirty-five films had quicksand in it. <laughs> So it's like, okay, is it really real or is it just because like it was part of our media at the time? But quicksand does exist. Um, there are some places in uh, a man got caught in quicksand in Zion National Park. Uh, there you are barely, places you dodged a bullet there, <laughs> yeah, Al. Exactly. Hey, the hell was this information two weeks ago? <laughs> it's all over. Uh, it's it's in uh, a lot of places like marshes and sand bases in uh, Arizona. And uh, how to get out of quicksand? Uh, you're not supposed to have someone help you out because they can only dislodge your top half. You're supposed to kind of wiggle <laughs> your legs and lose your feet and kind of like essentially swim in the bottom and then create enough of a, a patch for you to get yourself out. You can't have... Yeah, someone not, else should I'm not be dead. able to help you out. Why I'm didn't dead. Gilligan do happening. that? Because yeah. he's the I one that know. kept getting stuck in quicksand. There's an, extra, an instructional video that I, I just watched. It's like a little cartoon that tells, helps you how to do this. is what I do. The next time you go to Zion, Al, you should put that video on your phone just in case. I'm going to go find... Ready to I want to find where it is. <laughs> would you go near YouTube. it? What's that? Would you go near it? Like, I mean, you don't want to get in it, obviously, but would you like to see the quicksand pit? It's like going to the zoo and looking no. at the tiger. You want no, to keep it I would a, just a be distance. Lo- like I don't want to be in because I'm. The tiger. I, what am I looking at? I'm just looking at sand. I'm just like throw a stick on it or something. Yeah, no. yeah. Just yeah, see no, how I'm close good. you can get before you start to sing. <laughs> I'm okay here. Another. Get closer to the cliff. Get closer. <laughs> I remember I was a kid. We went people to the take Grand those Canyon. cliff pictures. I I hate heights. Like mm-hmm. I truly truly hate it. And ledges in like an airplane doesn't give me too much wood. Like a ledge is sure. very anxiety inducing to me. I was. Eight, nine, ten, something like that. We went to Grand Canyon as a family, and I wouldn't go near the edge to take the picture. I to this day, like the Grand Canyon, one of the most spectacular natural things on the earth. Like bleep the Grand Canyon. I want nothing to do with it. I don't want to get near it. I don't want to look at it. It just makes me pucker up like nothing else. By the way, and it's also you feel it. Like you feel the wind. You feel that like it it almost feels like the ground is shaking. I'm like, I'm with you on that one. That's that's nerve-wracking. Even the episode of the Brady Bunch where they ride donkeys down to the bottom scared me. I'm like, why Why did you want to ride a donkey down Travis, to the bottom? you should never go to, uh, well, I'm sure you've been to New York City, but my aunt yeah. uncle had an apartment on like the 64th floor or something like that. In the, and you could feel the building sway a bit. Yeah, I don't it's, like it's that. It's built for that to like sway yeah. a bit. And, uh, but yeah, it was uh, very terrifying. You fall Hard out of your bed once pass. a month. <laughs> No, no, that's fine. We built it this way. Okay. <laughs> that's good. That's great to know. It's not like the guy in front of the car dealership. It's not it's not swaying like Once that. Once a month. With the guy with the arms going up and down. No, I you you can have that. All of the ledges uh can go your way. I can't believe that they play a game in eleven days. Are you sure? Are you sure you're not uh um, October third is their first preseason game. Okay. Monday, a, October third. So a week from Monday. 
A, they should probably win one or two of those this year. Just, get one of those just in. Just a couple. Get you, one of those in. You, you were on it from the beginning. Like, um, are we sure it doesn't matter that they went over the preseason? I'm like, it doesn't matter. And Russell Westbrook on the line, like, dude, what was my record in the pre? And everybody's like, I don't know. He's like, exactly. exactly. This stuff, this stuff doesn't matter at all. By the way, that is a that is a great comeback to the media. Yeah. Do you guys remember why I did last year in the preseason? Right. I had no idea. It's like, okay, yeah. well, it's the preseason. Right. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. except for now, it kind of does matter because we were talking about this this morning. Mm-hmm. The the Lakers are in a weird spot where they have LeBron James, who is still one of the best players in the league. Yep. They have Anthony Davis, who has the potential to be one of the best players in the league based on health and all of these other factors that kind of come and go with Anthony Davis. But they also have a roster that doesn't seem to make a whole heck of a lot of sense. They got 36 point guards. It's a it's a weird collection of players. Um what would be a good seed? Because we've been we've been going around the block on this a million times, and, yeah. and it's always what does it? Uh, you know, they have to try to maximize LeBron. They have to try to win another championship. They only have LeBron for X amount of years. LeBron, 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 LeBron. This team, I don't think any reasonable Laker fan or even a super optimistic one thinks this is a championship caliber team. So as we get closer to the start of this, what is a successful season before the season's even started? So when Patrick Beverly was introduced, he said the goal of this team, just paraphrasing here, goal of this team is to just make the playoffs. Because if you make the playoffs and you got Anthony Davis and you got LeBron James and now all of a sudden these games, there's more rest. He was just making the case of just get in the postseason. We'll take our chances versus any playoffs is all about matchups. Playoffs is all about the game slows down. It's just so much different than the regular season. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. You got to play 82 games before you get to the postseason. And those 82 games are going to determine where you are in the postseason or whether you even make the postseason. So I only use that as an example because he kind it kind of hit me over the head when he said that. It was like, well, no, he is right. That is the goal. The goal is make the playoffs. Now, a year ago when you were talking about what the goal was for the Lakers, it was not make the playoffs. Of course not. There's never been a time with Braun, other than the first year he joined the Lakers, where it was kind of, I don't know what they're going to do. It's Braun and all these young kids. So if they make the playoffs, maybe they can make a run, maybe not. They didn't make the playoffs. Braun got injured. I'm kind of with Pat Beverly on this. Aren't you supposed to just make the playoffs? Now, if they made it, let's say they got, they're a number seven seed in the Western Conference. If I told you right now, hey, Trav, you don't know who's going to be the number two in the Western Conference, but I'm handing you the number seven seed this upcoming season. And oh, by the way, the number seven seed last year was about 10 games over 500. It was mm-hmm. the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. If I said here is 10 games over 500, you're the number seven seed in the Western Conference, and then take your chances in the playoffs. Are you taking it? Yeah, based on the roster that they have and based on how they played and looked last year and based on Anthony Davis's injury history the last couple of years and based on LeBron's injury history the last couple of years, yeah, I think so. Okay, and there's a reason why I didn't say the 6th or the 5th or the 4th or any of that. I said 7th. Ten games you over. You have to go into the play-in to get the seventh seed. By the way, you're right. Way. Yeah. And 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 ten games over 500 when you were 16 games below 500 last year. Doesn't that kind of set some expectations that are so much different than prior years? I think I'm taking that number seven seed as but well. But that's a really reasonable expectation, right? It, it is. And, right. And I'm not saying that you're number two in the West. No, but, but, but the point is that reasonable expectations and the Lakers very rarely go hand in hand, right? That expectations for the Lakers almost always entail 
be a top seed and yep. compete for an NBA championship. Yep. That 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 be, and and I've been told you have to try to do that every single year that LeBron is here. Or otherwise, why is LeBron here? Et cetera, et cetera. Star driven town. All, yep. all that's yep. right. Okay, but now we're saying star driven town, but seventh place is okay. It's it's we're it's this weird nether world where you gotta pretend you're competing for a championship but the reality of it is if you get into the playoffs like yeah. you're explaining that's actually a pretty good result so i'm i'm not i'm not saying you're a number seven seed and you lose in the first round and it's okay right i'm saying if you're 10 games over 500 this upcoming season then you did then you're an you're a decent franchise in the regular season you're not the best you're not the worst. You kind of fall, you could say, somewhere in the middle. There's 15 teams in the Western Conference. And if you're a little bit better than average, then you're, let's say, 10 games over 500. Mm-hmm. Use as an example. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Lakers did that, let's say they were the number seven seed this upcoming year, and they took on the Phoenix Suns in round one of the playoffs. Phoenix was the number one seed last year. Let's say they're number two. Or they took on the Memphis Grizzlies. Golden State. Trying to avoid that team. <laughs> Trying to avoid them. You, they, you know that team that won five of the last seven titles, those I, guys? I'm, I'm trying to avoid them because that's you're right. That's a different that's a different branch. And they could easily be the first round matchup. But if it was Memphis in the first round or Phoenix in the first round or Dallas in the first round or Denver in the first round, there'd be a little bit of, okay, well, you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Go win a seven-game set. So I actually don't think it would be successful if you're out in the first round. However, I think if you got into the playoffs and we play this whole just get in and figure it out from there, I'll take 10 games over 500. It's by far the most modest expectations that a LeBron James team has has had other than his first year here in L.A., right? Because coming into the league the way, when right. he was a, was, it was a kid, yeah. it was – Show me, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, you just went the up. chosen one right. on well, the you, Slam magazine or Sports Dunkin Illustrated. Dunking on a zit-faced fifteen-year-old is cool, but now you got to do it against men. Okay, show me. He did. Okay, and then it was go to the playoffs. He did. Now it's go to the finals. He did. Now it's win championships. He did. Now it's go win championships somewhere else. He did. Then it's come to the Lakers and win a championship. He did. And now it's. Hey, see if you can slide into the playoffs and maybe maybe get hot. It's the fir- it's the first time in his NBA career where, it, uh, other than that first Lakers season, where you just didn't know what that team was going to be. You didn't yeah. know yeah. those players are they good enough? Are they seasoned enough? It turns out the answer was no to all of that stuff. But this is a yeah, just you know let get get in and let's see what happens. It's the first time he's ever had that as a reasonable result to a full season in the league. And you know what Bron's probably saying? AD, you got to be right next to me and you got to be playing 65 games. I'm going into my 20th year in the NBA. I showed last year I could still average 30 points a game, but nobody wants me to average 30 points a game. I just didn't have a choice. This is coming down to you. I'll be there. But it's kind of it it Ultimately, at the end of the day, and you know, we were talking about this yesterday, ESPN rankings. I think they had AD at rank number twenty. If AD is the twentieth best player in the NBA this upcoming year, how do you feel about that? That's a wrap. I don't feel good. No, he can't be. He, he, he Rudy Gobert cannot simply, have a better season. He can't be Al. Carl Anthony Towns cannot it, have a better season. Minnesota now. Honestly, it it really it, it's simple. If he is, then the Lakers are in big trouble because. You typically – he was number two two years ago. Yeah, he was. Okay, and, and I get that these rankings aren't 
you know, no, set it's not stone. stone. Yeah, but, right. But it it does speak to the trend that his career mm-hmm. is taking. And if we go from two to whatever he was last year, eight or ten or whatever to twenty, and he plays like that, and and the the results are in accordance with that, mm-hmm. you're talking because look, LeBron is still playing at a high level, but LeBron is not going to be a Laker five years from now. Right. Okay? It's not going to happen. Anthony Davis was supposed to be the guy that would be your guy, and if he's not, now where are you? Mm-hmm. And, and and that 20th is like the first step in, yeah, that just didn't work out quite the way we needed Because he was the best player on a championship team, or at least 1A, five minutes ago. We talked about it just two years ago, he knocked down that shot against Denver. Yeah. And, and that feels like five minutes ago. It also feels like five years ago. If it continues to go the wrong way, now what? It's funny, in that ranking, too, just use as an example, I think Kawhi was like 12th or something like that. Kawhi's in a similar boat. Mm-hmm. He can't be the 12th best player no. in the NBA. Now, they got, it's, they're got they different because they got more depth. They have, there's, they're, they're set up differently. But if Kawhi all of a sudden, who in the past has been a top five player in the NBA, is a top five player in the NBA again, and Paul George is a top 10 player in the NBA again, and we're talking about a Lakers and the Clippers in the first round, seven versus two. That conversation, obviously, a lot of these guys kind of have to reprove themselves. You know what I'm I mean? For that, I, that that would be good. I I would watch that two seven. That would get me pretty excited. That could be there. There's a lot of juice in that. All of a sudden, that is not there for two seven. If it's Memphis and the Lakers, oh no question that about it. That two seven is a hey, listen, we really got to find a way to win yeah. this thing. Even though going to the second round is not the goal for either of these teams, mm-hmm. that would be legendary. I would love that. All right, weekend preview. We talked a little bit about it. So many great local games this upcoming weekend, including the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. Weekend preview is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups at stathero.com. Don't forget to enter the promo code 710. You'll receive a 100% deposit match. Stat Hero, winning isn't a fantasy. All right, so I have already started to hear some, hey, SC better be this, SC better be that. Stop it. I don't want to hear it, and I'll tell you why next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Finally, somebody giving me some good advice, Slee. Finally, you Aaron, get? Aaron Palmer, another member of the Travis and Slee community. You should join the Travis and Slee community. Um, says, just have an old-fashioned kind of write the whole thing off. It's a great idea, right? With, replace one vice with a, another less healthy option. Although I don't know, like... 
I, I don't know if there is a short of shooting heroin or smoking crack. I don't know <laughs> if there's anything that's worse for my health than what I did yesterday. Just throwing that out there. Old fashioned, probably the healthiest thing that I consumed yesterday. All right. So you go, I think you and I have talked about this. If I drink too much, if I eat too much, I'm not going to do well in drinking. I'm just not going to, my body's not going to want to drink. Yeah, there's nowhere for it to go. If I don't eat, oh, I'll drink like no tomorrow. You're in a. And then you can eat. You're in the, I ate already. You've been eating a lot. But it's been a couple hours since you d- you've done it, so I think taking a. I, I need something to turn off the guy inside my head saying you should eat that. I need I need some whatever makes him shut up. I need to I need that, and alcohol usually makes him get louder. So I had to do something. <laughs> Gives uh... him more of a voice. <laughs> yeah, it made it emboldens him. It, it fills him with confidence. <laughs> he's 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 kind of like hey look the hell probably, is wrong with you get in okay. there you'll be okay you can eat eat that finish the bag of Oreos you're raising a family inflation is high <laughs> kill that oh by the way interest rates up 0.75 percent as of a minute ago so enjoy your adjustment. I thought it was going to be one point so <laughs> Might maybe maybe it's but a steal that guy in my head has a couple of drinks he's like go for it hey dude there's more pizza in the fridge you should go. Bergman's going to get up and go. I already walked with Berg there. There's none left. Thank God. Yeah. Thank so God. So I had to make some drastic, uh, not a drastic decision, but something to help me in your situation. I have a bad habit of uh, being lazy and ordering food on DoorDash, on Grubhub, whatever else things. I had to make a decision because this is how I handled my soda addiction. So I used to be so, uh, addicted to Diet Coke and I would have it all the time. I decided I can only have Diet Coke if I'm like out. I cannot buy a package a Diet Coke. I can only get it if I'm in a checkout line and I really want it. That's I get it. But I have to do the same thing now with DoorDash. I deleted it off my phone. I got everything off. If I really, really want DoorDash, I'm going to go in my app store, re-download it, and get it. So it has to make me just give a little bit more time to work? think. Yeah. Last night, I almost got it, and then I was like, nope, I had leftovers downstairs, and I'm not going to do it. So it helps me a little I, bit. How do I delete the app in my brain that says, eat it? Where, where's the? Do I hold it down until it starts to wiggle, and then I can throw it in the trash can? Feed it. I know that's what I. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Um, did you, when you're getting ready to do the show and you're reading your stuff the way okay. that we do, I'm already starting to see the SC thing. Hey, hey, listen, this Oregon State game's dangerous. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying, a coach of an Oregon State. He, he he knows what he's doing. That quarterback's been around for a while. Love that voice. I'm just saying that yep, they, SC, you know, but don't forget back in 2007, yep. USC was you know ranked number one in the country, and they went up there. It's and Pete happen. Carroll had his team, and they went up there and lost to Corvallis. Corvallis is a bit of a ghost town. No, no, stop. There's not one guy that SC wanted that's in Corvallis. Not one. <laughs> okay, there's not one guy that SC. Damn. We didn't get him. Where'd he go? If only Georgia? we got him. No. Where'd he go? Bama? Did Ohio State get another one? No. He's in. He's at Oregon State. Okay? That guy doesn't exist. So don't give me this. I know you've lost a couple. I, Oregon State came down to- He's SC a 1.4 star. <laughs> a what? <laughs> There's decimal points for stars. SC got steamrolled by Oregon State last year at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. That SC team is long gone. Okay? Clay Helton is gone. Hallelujah. Right? They have Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. 
They have a future NFL star at wide receiver in yep. Jordan Addison. Yep. They have an offensive line that looks like a USC offensive line where they're moving people around. Mm-hmm. Do not even start with this, eh, I'm just telling you, Oregon State, Oregon State's got some guys. No, they don't. Stop it. Don't don't even pretend that it's a pot. If they lose that game, it's a disaster. Well, let, let me let, – this is actually a perfect example. If – they lost against Oregon State, then we've all been fed a Fugazi, right? Like the the whole hype that we're creating. It's not – I mean, it started once Lincoln <laughs> Riley – 50 points a game. Once Lincoln Riley came in and he has that uh, pressure at the Coliseum and he's looking – you know, the Coliseum, it's in the background as they're in maybe one of those suites, wherever they are, and he's saying, oh, it's, this is – it's different. This place – it's going to have a different feeling to it. And since that moment, we have bought in. And we're not buying in on blind faith. Lincoln Riley's a hell of a head coach. He's able to also bring some of these transfers and instantly make USC credible again. If the conversation we're having is, like you just mentioned, watch out for um, watch out for Oregon State or it's a trap game, then really what you're saying is USC should not only not be in that conversation of a college football playoff, they really shouldn't be in a conversation of a top 10, top 15 team. What happens if they lose against Oregon State over the weekend? Where do they fall? They're seventh right now. Yeah. Um, they lost, they'd fall to 16 or 17. Something like that. Yeah. And that's where they would belong. And yeah. then the whole college football playoff conversation, that whole thing is over. We're done. So We're just it, waiting for Washington to lose a game so we can stop paying attention to the Pac-12 as yep. a whole and keep it moving. And, and so I, the reason why I use that as an example is if that's the conversation or if something like that happened this weekend, then we are reading USC we're way off on USC. They can score. I, I know their defense is lousy, but you need to be able to – look, I'm not saying you got to win the game 52-0. to zero. Yeah. Just win. Win the game 52-35. to 35. That's fine. Win the game 35-24. to 24. I'm not saying that you got to cover or any of these things, but Lane, hey, Corvallis is a lot tougher than you think. That coach is a really – Jonathan Smith is a really good oh, – fine. They're not SC. There, there are some things that should never – happen right there are some programs that shouldn't beat the other program barring a once in a hundred year miracle which happens once in a not not right now not when you have a chance to go do what they have a chance to go do and they have got by the way caleb williams is a legitimate heisman trophy candidate at this point I believe last number two in the odds. Yeah, it's behind uh, Stroud. So CJ Stroud at Ohio State, number one in the odds, and Caleb Williams is number two. Why not? Right? You look at the Stetson Bennett at Georgia is off, but he's he's probably not going to be in it. Bryce Young at Alabama won it last year, and mm-hmm. we guys don't go back to back in that. They're off to a little bit of a weird start, and you start to look around, and he yeah, why not? He's at a big time program, bunch of Heisman trophies. They're winning a bunch of games, national TV. Up numbers. Does he feel like a Trojan? Like when Matt Liner, Carson Palmer, Reggie yeah, Bush, yeah. Marcus Allen, Charles White, mm-hmm. OJ. You know, take take these guys. That, yep, that fits. That 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 that's a Trojan. They were there. They've come through the system. What if he just drops in and grabs one? Do you feel about him like that? The way you do all those other guys? Just by initial reaction, just based on your question, the answer is no. But I'm going to give it a little bit of thought because ultimately, you know. You can have claim like uh, somebody that's been with the program for a while that you just get familiar with. That's part of an era where you look back and say, "Damn, USC football I was assigned. That was the hottest ticket in town. I don't care. It was Dodgers, Lakers. This SC was the hottest ticket in town. Just using that as an example. It was, by the way. And, and I and I, the reason why I pause when I think about it a little bit more. Here's a reality: he can't control the past. 
he came here at a time where Lincoln Riley was obviously the head coach, and that's the reason why he came. And what did you do in that time that you were here? And if in that time that you were here, you are competing for a Heisman Trophy, you make USC relevant again, you have a game last week, what do you have, four touchdowns, two rushing, two two throwing, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you are one of the foundational pieces of making SC one of those conversations again that we haven't had in a long time and they're top 10 in the country and they're competing for a college football playoff, whether you don't want to accept him like the others because of time, you should accept him in the sense that the goal is to change what the perception was on USC and make them one of these contenders again. From that purpose, he should actually be a part of that conversation. He, he, he won't feel right until he does. And here's what I mean by that. When they, if he wins it, it's not going to feel like Carson Palmer, who you saw get off to a weird start. They were just kind of okay. And then all of a sudden he caught fire. He smoked Notre Dame. The last day of the season, it's like, Carson Palmer might win the Heisman Trophy. It happened. And you were happy. Matt Leiner, you could see it coming. Reggie Bush, you could see it coming, right? And they felt like they were there and they were only there. But that's what college football was yeah. then. Caleb Williams comes from Oklahoma and shows up here and wins it, it's going to be like, yeah, but I still can like very vividly remember him in an Oklahoma uniform. Sure, sure. It's weird. Fast forward 10 years from now, it's like five years from mm-hmm. now, this is going to be the way that it goes. This is going to where – This will oh, become the new norm. Kyler Murray starts at one place and ends up at another place, yep. and Jalen Hurts is in – Baker Mayfield, all these they, – they, they, they move around. Yeah. They, I, I, they should take Murray off that. I, I want to say he started somewhere else, but maybe not. But Baker Mayfield was at somewhere else. He went to Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts was in Alabama and went to Oklahoma. And that this is the way that it goes now. That this idea of I show up as an 18 year old. Maybe I play. Maybe I don't. I get a little time as a sophomore, and all of a sudden at the end of my sophomore year, I'm really good. I show up my junior year. Everybody's paying attention to me, and they've seen me at SC or Florida or Georgia or Ohio State. And CJ Stroud is a good example. That Joe Burrow went to two different. Yeah. All of these guys, this is just normal in college football now. It'll take a minute yeah. for us to kind of accept it as the new normal, but we will. Trevor Lawrence was one of the last few ones that stayed at Clemson the whole time. It's a good but example. he never won a Heisman. So it's like he never had his Heisman year every year, but um he's one of the last ones. So one other thing here, and I know we gotta go to break, but um I could see it on paper, SC Oregon State, on paper where people are saying what you were just talking about, how this is going to be a tough game. Don't sleep on Oregon State. They beat Boise State. They beat Fresno State. And then they dropped 68 points against Montana State. Put all that away for a quick second. On paper, you could look at it and say, hey, Oregon State's 3-0. Mm-hmm. Hey, Oregon State's got, you know, Fresno State, we were just talking about them last week. That's not a bad program. That's actually a pretty decent program. Boise State in the past has had a good program as well. If you're SC and you're for real, you walk into Oregon exactly. State and you handle business. Yeah. If not... And if you don't handle business against Oregon State, then, like I said, maybe we sold ourselves too quick, and we'll find out. How many guys would Lincoln Riley say, I'll take him instead of the guy I got right now? The answer is zero. We're done. Just go out there, roll them up, move on to the next one, get ready for Utah, beat them, and then we can start talking about some very big things. Factor Cap, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, guys. Something I forgot to say earlier when we were talking about this pizza talk from yesterday is that after our show, I already planned on it. I was going to go work out at the gym after, and I still did it. And ooh, was that a mistake? No, it that's just no, that's sat solid. In my stomach, and it was not fun. I can't. I, <laughs> it's I, not easy to get. I, there. I admire the effort, but just the <laughs> idea of exercising with a gut full of pizza sounds awful. Yeah, I would not recommend it. Uh, but You're supposed you know, to like sprint a lot right after you eat. Like I almost right. asked you to carry me to my car after the first portion of the pizza meltdown yesterday. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't eat caffeine and get yourself home so you didn't fall asleep at the wheel. Um, but so I sent you guys this um, uh, tweet from Southwest Airlines, uh, and they they were trying to they essentially said that they, they were teaching a whole flight how to play ukulele on the way to Hawaii, and that you know that they were quote unquote experts by the time they landed. So you would rather have crying babies on a flight than have people learn how to play the ukulele on your flight. So you would rather have the babies, Travis Fettercap. Fact that that oddly, I don't know if this is a parent thing. You guys tell me or not. Okay. When you've had children and you've gone through the phase where they cry when they're wet or hungry or tired yeah. or whatever it is, you become you, immune to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You you get used to. You can tune it out because you realize it's gonna stop. They're they're gonna get tired. They're gonna cry themselves to sleep, and it's going to end eventually. The people that get frustrated with the crying babies are the people that I don't think have had to deal with a crying baby on their own. The idea of sitting next to some joker with a ukulele banging yep. away for six hours. Yep. Are you kidding me? Yep. That sounds awful. Yep. Just dreadful. I'm cap on this one. I'm the guy that's playing. I'm the <laughs> You bring a yeah. ukulele on every flight. I'm, Give I'm me another playing. song to try. <laughs> yep. And we got a lot of time to do it. There's I feel like a community that we're creating together. The baby crying, when you can when there's nothing you can do. Right? Like I almost want to, and I'm a. I, I love kids and I love babies, right? Like they're just they're, they're cuties. However, if I'm on a plane and this baby is just hallucinating, I'm almost want to throw in the whole. Could I try? Like, just <laughs> let me hold the baby for. Give a few me minutes. that baby. Let me just see if there's anything I can do. Obviously, it's not working. Whatever you're doing, the baby <laughs> thing is a lot of. That's a lot. That's 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 a lot. I'd rather just pretend like I know how to play an instrument. <laughs> Taylor. I'm going to go cap on this, too. So crying babies are so anxiety-inducing for me, I just can't do it with them. But uh, a ukulele, it's a calming instrument. It's very... If the person that knows how to play it, sure. But it's forgiving as well. It's not like a violin where it's like a screeching note or a saxophone. Or a recorder. Yeah, Yeah. it's not something like that. It's just a... Trav wants like a Hollywood Bowl performance. (laughs) (laughs) What an orchestra. I, I want John Williams to conduct, to conduct my orchestra through over the Pacific Ocean, and when we land, I'd like him to finish with the theme from Star Wars. That's what I'd like him to do. And I think the thing not asking for much. <laughs> the thing that's the worst about all of this, and the, the way you can't tune it out, is the inconsistency of it. So if it's something like you know, if it's a 
fire alarm beeping every two seconds that's different. You can tune it out as opposed to like yeah. a baby cries a little bit and a baby cries a lot. Yeah, and baby then, has yeah. different rhythms. That's right. right. It's different wavelengths. I, I really, I would, I want to fast forward in time to mm-hmm. when you guys have children and see if you've changed your tune because you really you probably do, would. You really do get to a point where you can kind of not hear it or you realize, to your point, there's nothing anybody can do to stop that kid from crying. He, so you might as he, well just try You just sleep. lean into it and play your ukulele. Taylor, we're going to sit next to each other, buddy. <laughs> All right. So uh, it was announced today that uh, Ted Lasso and the AFC Richmond crew will be uh, featured in this year's FIFA. So you can play as AFC Richmond. You can play with Ted Lasso, etc. So you would rather see yourself in a video game than see someone else play you in a television, a TV show or movie. So you have to choose between a video game version of yourself or a fictionalized person playing you. You would rather have the video game. Alan, Patrick Cap. I'd rather have the video game. Yeah, I'll, I'll go fact on that one. I'd rather, I always thought it was, remember back in the day, um, Ed O'Bannon was fighting for college athletes, and obviously it was a big thing for college athletics, Ed O'Bannon, UCLA. I was kind of thinking in my head, I'm like, how cool would that freaking be? You turn on a game, and you're on there? Wait, wait, somebody right now is picking me as a running back, or somebody right now is picking me as a guard, or whatever the case is? I, I go video the game But they could accentuate the <laughs> I'd be on the you bench. that you don't like. <laughs> I'd be on the bench. Bring in Slee with a punt. <laughs> you could kick. I've seen you kick. You we'll can kick. do that. Yeah, we'll kick a couple. You can do that. Trev? Um, so I, I'm going to answer a different question slightly. The thing that I would like more than either of those is I would like to be on The Simpsons. I would like them to do the Simpsonized animation of Travis. I think that would be really cool. That would be an amazing career achievement. Um, it depends on who's playing me. Like, if I'm Billy Bean and they go hire Brad Pitt, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> right, I'm feeling <laughs> pretty good. Hire DeVito. <laughs> right, right. I, I'm feeling good. Hey, you know, we're going to make this movie about your life. We're thinking Brad Pitt. Yep, let's do that. That would make you feel pretty good. Now, if you were casting the Travis Rogers story, you'd get Mr. Belding from Saved by the Belt. And that would that makes you feel differently. You don't feel nearly as good about it. Um, No, the video, I'd rather have the video game. That would be cool. If you're playing 2K and, and you bring me out of the bullpen to pitch to Mike Trout, that would be amazing. Yes, that's, that's what I would prefer. Taylor? Yeah, this is fact, too. The thought of somebody playing me in a movie is really cringy. Um... A video game, yeah. I've Steven done Merchant. We're giving students Taylor. Taylor. Oh yeah, I see it. I see St- it. Steven 100%. Merchant for you. Do you know who that is, Taylor? I don't know. I gotta. Uh, the original version of The Office, right? Yes. Yeah, so. Gotta yes. Google him. Um, Slee, Google Steven Merchant. I've created the please. player before in 2K. You know, average like 50 points a game, seven feet tall, tattoos, everything. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. And Steven Merchant Slee <laughs> is like six foot seven, so it works out perfectly. Yeah, it works. He was the original Dwight, right? I believe so. Um, so one thing though about the video game version, so I've seen these TikToks of people uh, that are like, it's essentially like football wives watching their husbands on Madden for the first time, and they just like the one was a lineman, he just made him look so fat, and you're like, you're just they can accentuate th- certain things that necessarily aren't true. But same thing, I guess, if you're getting cast as someone. Taylor, I saw you <laughs> laugh. Did you look up Stephen Merchant? That's what you think of me, Trev? No, he's <laughs> no glasses. You, he's not glasses. He's he's a very famous comedian and actor, and he's like literally he's six foot seven or eight. So I need tall and thin, and there's a passing resemblance. So I'm going Stephen Merchant for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, this next thing is a piece of sound from Sunday night. Um, so Justin Fields, obviously they lost the Packers. It's uh, something that uh, really hits home for a lot of Bears fans. So Justin Fields said this uh, after the game on Sunday. It, it hurts more in the locker room than the Bears fans. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're not putting in any work. Um, I see the guys in the locker room every day. I see how much work they put in. So. 
Essentially, it was like, it hurts more for me on the team than it does for the fans. It, you know, kind of putting to the side the fan feeling about this. So while this may be true, this is something that you should never say in a press conference. Trav- uh, Taylor, factor cap. As a Sacramento Kings fan, I've put in a lot of work. <laughs> I've, driven, I've driven to Sacramento. I've, I've seen them all over the country. Uh, you, you buy jerseys. I mean, you're not going out there playing on the field. I get that. But this is kind of a, a taboo thing to say as a player. Trav? Yeah, th- there are some things that are 100% true that you can never say out loud, and that's one of them. That Yes, Justin Fields is literally going and putting life and limb on the line on every Sunday. He's in there spending tens of hours a, a day, a week, to get ready to play the Packers. And what the one thing you can't say is the fans don't get it. They don't understand what it goes into this. You can never – it's true – but you can never, ever say it. If you're an athlete, you can never, ever, ever say it because they do care as much as you do. There's a fraction of them that really, truly are invested on it at the same level that the players are. Never, ever go there. So there's two parts of this for me. I actually really, really like that he's saying, trust me, inside of our locker room, we care more than anybody. That's a good thing because a lot of times I don't think the players care as much as the fans do. I mean, the fans, it's almost like, all right, why the fans should not care more than the players. However, there's a way to say it. That's not the way to say it. Because if he would have said, man, Bears fans, we know how passionate you guys are. We're as upset as anybody. We're actually more upset. It hurts us more than it hurts you. That's a different conversation. To almost downplay the fans, no, no, you guys don't Dismiss understand what's Dismiss their going. passion. That's not good. So the concept, I like. The execution, awful. There shouldn't be an execution. Just, you can think it all day long. The last, when Clayton, let's just play, and he would never do this because he's a pretty sharp guy. Yeah. But by the time Juan Soto's home run landed in the parking lot, <laughs> she said, hey, listen, I was the one throwing all those bullpens. Why do you guys care? Bad, bad. Yeah, that's look. not good. <laughs> bad look. Just that's say, good. yeah, everything they say about me is true, and keep it moving, even though it's not. All right, I have one last one for you guys. So uh, I've been having a little bit of trouble sleeping lately. I have been ha- having a hard time like getting my head down to go to sleep. So if you have trouble sleeping, you would rather be woken up early. I don't know, a truck going by, something's really loud outside, um, and not be able to get back to sleep, than to stay up late because you can't go to sleep. So you'd rather be woken up early. Travis, Patrick Cap. Yeah, fact. I, I I I don't know when it happened to me, Slee, but I became a morning person at some point in my life. So it, whether that starts at six like a normal person, or it starts at four thirty because I'm suffering from insomnia, or I'm worried about retirement, or sending my kids to school, or a heart disease, or eating five thousand calories in four hours, or whatever it might be rattling through my head on any given day, uh, I, I can I can get up and start my day at that point. But if you're just laying there and you're thinking. Boy, that interest rate went up by nearly a full point. That means my mortgage payment's going to be this much more a month. And now that means I can't put my money away. And now how am I going to retire? And now I'm not going to pay that to it. That's the worst one where you just can't shut it off to begin with. So I'm cap on this. I'd rather stay up late because this happens. And I think my solution is very simple when I when I just can't fall asleep. I stop trying. Stop. You know, every time you try to fall asleep, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fall asleep. So I'll just get up. I'll go to the couch. I'll turn on the TV. And whenever the hell it's time to fall asleep, I'll fall asleep. I'd rather do that because I do that more often than get woken up by something in the morning. I don't mind. Yeah. I mean, 
you'll get I do that. You're more disciplined. I don't have. I will lay there in bed and stare at the ceiling and think of all the ways the world's going to end, rather than get up and turn on an episode of Seinfeld and drift back off. I guess to I'm sleep. better at what distracting myself because I don't think I'm better at that. I think it's just literally I'm just distracting myself till I fall asleep. I wish I had it in me. <laughs> Taylor, I wish I had it in me. Uh, cap for me too. Uh, there's nothing worse than waking up 30 minutes before your alarm and just having to. You know, or even like there. two minutes before your alarm, you're like, dang it, if I wake up at 6.28 like to maximize my sleep. Yeah. Get up, move around, make yeah. coffee, have a slice of pizza. <laughs> there's there's a million different Everything things was accurate do. there until the, <laughs> until the pizza. Yeah, you know what's impressed about the pizza? Good. I would have been much more likely to have a slice of pizza if I was at home before I got the car ride mm. in. You did the whole car ride, had coffee, and then had the slice of pizza. It never occurred to me that it was going to be there until it was like a pavlovian thing like the last time i was in this room there was pizza there has to be some left that when i come in here i get fed pizza i know there's pizza about and i found it that's the way it goes taylor you we have a we have a story about your cat i'm excited to hear this this is good that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business let constant contact do the heavy lifting for you Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Got a couple of... Uh tweets for you slee this is a late ask slee you ready for this yeah it's from shane and shane says would you rather get stuck on a ferris wheel in an elevator or in the middle of a car wash um i think there's a clear winner here yeah it's i'll rank them for you okay car wash easily easily number one for me okay Number two is the elevator, and number three is the Ferris wheel. Oh, see, funny. I, I have them. I, Ferris wheel is the best one, I think, because at least you got a view. You can see what's going on in the world. I think that would be your least favorite because of heights. Yeah, I'm, but I'm I, worried that, that it's I'm not coming down in one piece. <laughs> but it's not going to collapse. They're just got to. What if car, it does collapse? The carny just has to get out the WD 40 and the duct tape. He can fix it. He'll get you down in one piece. The elevator, you're trapped in a little teeny box. That would be awful. The claustrophobia would kick in. The car wash. I've been trapped noisy. in an elevator before. Have you really? Yeah, me too. Yeah. How long were you in there for? Probably twenty minutes, maybe. Really? Mm -hmm. This was, was when I was in high school too. Scary or just boring? Um, no, a little scary because it sways. But it's our fault. We're dumbasses. We were. It was a basketball tournament in Vegas. Too many people. There was probably seven or eight of us. All the basketball team on there. We did the thing. Do you know what the thing is? Oh yeah, we'll all jump at the same time. Oh. And yeah, we'll time it out. It's gonna be hilarious. We did that. The elevator just stopped right in the middle, and then we felt it swaying. 
and then you got to do the emergency call this. I was fine. Like even the, fire department shows up the whole thing? Not fire department. I think they had to, I don't know what they were trying to do, but they were trying to, there was, a, was not a fire department there. 20 minutes is a long 20 time. 20 minutes is a long time. Everything was kind of fine until one friend started tripping out. Oh boy. Oh, he was scared. And I'm like, well, why is he so scared? Does he know something that I don't know? Well, he's trapped it, in a metal box for 20 minutes. That's why. And then it, then it kind of started. <laughs> Everything just kind of started from there, but it was fine. 20 minutes. Taylor, how long car were you wash, trapped? Car wash, no problem. I'll, I'll go in the car wash for tomorrow. Me. Two hours? Yeah, and it was uh, a huge elevator, so there were like 25 people in it. And I was one of the last ones in, and as Damn, I got in- 25 people in the elevator? As I got in, it just started going down. Everybody saw it just go down. And like without same, pushing the button, or it just- like there were just It was overloaded, too many people. Now that's scary. Yeah, two hour fire department situation. Fire department came through. One girl had an with uh, an anxiety attack, and um, yeah, about like an hour into it, I started thinking about you know silence of the lambs and just like cracking. <laughs> sure, the top going of up it. there. Yeah, yeah. When she starts having the anxiety attack, do you whisper in her ear like, "Yeah, we're screwed. We're screwed." I you would might just, as well I just make it entertaining fun. at was, this time. Yeah, I was making a. Making jokes and stuff, having a good time, but it wasn't fun for everybody. I have never had the experience, nor do I want to. That sounds, all, yours sounded bad, but Taylor's sounds two hours. Two, I mean, no it way. It was like twenty five people. There's a lot of people in no. place. Can I be gross for a second? But imagine twenty five people in a state of anxiety creates a certain temperature. Smell. We got it. Smell. Buddy. Yeah, we got aura. it. Aura. Yeah. I mean, there's not an air conditioning in that in that uh, little box. That must have been awful. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty Taylor, bad. And Taylor, Taylor, he's, he's lived a full life. It was at a Future Business Leaders of America conference, too, so I had been hypnotized like an hour before, so I was still kind of like loopy. What? <laughs> like if I say a key word, will you cluck like a chicken or something? Like what that happened? That kind of thing, yeah. Like I was riding a motorcycle and uh, I was like flipping off cops and stuff, and yeah, it was kind of it was a very strange day for them. Did you volunteer yourself for that, or did they pick you? I volunteered. Have you been trapped anywhere, Emily? Uh, not that I recall, and I don't really ever want to. <laughs> no, that sounds brutal. Give me the Ferris with car, car wash, no car problem. Wash, yeah, that doesn't sound. That sounds I'm literally just boring. I, yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. I'm like in my head, I'm like, well, it's is an the extra car wash, wash going? It's an extra wash here. <laughs> like, am I where those little those strings kind of run up? And where down am the I? Car? Am at the washing portion or the drying section? Hot wax. <laughs> We get in the wheel bright. We get in the wheel treatment. Put my doing? window down, fellas. It's not moving. Is the guy out there like doing my windshield? Are we yeah. almost done? Are we getting to that point? Is I'll, it one of the? I guess big I'll take ones, another like air freshener. In, in Breaking Bad, or is it one of those do-it-yourself ones attached to the gas station? That's the one I'm thinking. Like, of. Yeah, yeah, there's. I have a lot of questions on that one. What's up with your cat, Taylor? Oh, you guys don't want to hear this story. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let's just say he got, he got out last night. And is I, he exclusively in the house? I let him outside because we have we have like a high fence outdoors, and uh, he just kind of hangs out by the pool. But he's about five months old now, so his testosterone is really going, and he's starting to explore more. And last night, I was convinced that he had been kidnapped and mm. eaten by raccoons because there's a lot of raccoons, skunks, possums, and torrents. And I saw three giant raccoons on my fence, and he had just been out for maybe ten minutes, and. They were just kind of like looking in this area that he likes to hang out. And I walk out there with uh, my baseball bat. Thanks, Yates. And <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rudo Bats. My flashlight. And I, w I was, you know, yelling at these raccoons, just telling them, get out of here, get out of here. And they, they probably didn't English. care at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I love the conversation yeah. of just telling them, The Fellas, raccoons like, nah, yeah. we're good, Go. And I start, you know, stomping the bat sure. and swinging it a little bit. I wasn't, you know, trying to hurt them. But uh, if they had my cat, I definitely would have, you know, 
defended him, but after a while, he just came from the opposite direction, uh, ran home safe and sound, you know, thankfully, but... I don't know if I can do this whole indoor outdoor cat thing. I, I just kind of yeah, you also, especially also, out here, both coyotes yeah. everywhere. When he told me this story too, I was picturing his cat kind of like a teenager, like a little cat teenager that's like, "All right, Dad, I'm gonna go off," and then he comes back home and he's like, "Oh, well, where are you?" That's the cat's the thing. not gonna explain himself. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've given him a taste of the outdoors, so now he loves it too much and he'll complain and whine and just yeah, want wants out. The golden go rule, Taylor: never give anybody anything nice ever, cat yeah. or otherwise. They're always gonna take it a little too far. And- and cause you worry just lock that cat in its box in the side and then you can go and pet him when you feel yeah. like it and you're you're good the to cats go grounded. he's in one piece though cats he's grounded. safe exactly i don't like that you were goofing around in the elevator sleigh it's very irresponsible you shouldn't you you and your was it granite hills basketball team yeah granite hills yeah you and the granite hills basketball team what a bunch team. of dumbasses That's... our coach is waiting for us outside he's just like i are don't you going to the game no we're going to the game we're we're there so we're staying overnight so we're in just the elevator we're the hotel so we're just staying over the night, but he was called because there's eight idiots that are stuck in an elevator and all of them play for your basketball team. So he's just waiting. It's just like, hey, coach, how's, how's everything going? Anything good on TV? <laughs> Do you have dinner yet? <laughs> Who took charge? Was it you? Like, hey, guys, we need to pick up, press that red button, get the guy on the phone, tell him which, read the elevator number no, off the phone. I don't think I took charge, but I was def- definitely one of the guys were doing it. We're on the elevator. Like, we're all jumping at the same time, right? And <laughs> they're like, of course we are. Slee was just in the corner playing the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, no, you, ukulele. Can you play the ukulele? I bet you can. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Easy? Yeah. There's nothing easy about any instrument. It's, it's like a guitar. Well, yeah, but I can't pick it oh, easy. easy. It's easy. It's just a, a simple series of this complex acts with your fingers. He's a musician. And this is what notes. musicians do. Yeah, that's easy. You can, I, I'd have a better chance of performing a quadruple bypass than I would playing a ukulele. Because at least if once I ch- chopped your chest open, I would just start plugging things into holes. <laughs> I'd take the vein out of your leg. I'd tie a knot in it. I'd put it in your chest. I got no shot at the ukulele. None. Yeah, you sell yourself short. No, I don't. You, I can't sing. Can't I'm, play I'm an instrument. It's not happening. <laughs> He's holding back. <laughs> you did not. Do I not tell you guys that I go out and play in a ukulele band on the weekends? That I go out there, we sing Don Ho. Over we figured and over again. We figured you do. <laughs> do I know anybody else that plays the ukulele other than Don Ho? Is that the the only guy that plays it professionally? Oh, what's that? That big Hawaiian guy, Israel. Oh yeah, yeah. What's like name? somewhere over Reggae. the rainbow. Yeah. Oh him. Yes, and Don Ho, Israel, and Don Ho. And Travis that Rogers. guy was That's awesome too. Management question 101, Slee. I have it for you next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.